Hello everybody, good evening and welcome to Cash Cow. So today let's talk about one of the most interesting events in the history of modern day investing. It's the story that's got everyone talking about stocks. It's definitely something that I've never seen before. Let's talk about the events of GameStop. Welcome to Cash Cow, the show where we talk about finance, accounting, investments and many more. Join us as we walk through the big world of finance one step at a time. Alright, before we go any further and talk about the events of GameStop, to understand the events of GameStop, we need to understand four things. And those four things are number one, short selling or the concept of shorting stocks. Excuse me. It's a bit of a tongue twister there. Uh, hedge funds, Reddit, and GameStop itself. Okay, there's the four things we need to understand. So let's start with the first thing, shorting stocks. Alright, so the textbook or at least Investopedia version of, uh, sorry, definition of short selling is as follows. Short selling occurs when an investor borrows a security and sells it on the open market, planning to buy it back later for less money, right? That's the, that's the simplest definition. Now, short selling is one of the things that uh, hedge fund managers, Wall Street, sophisticated investors do every single day, right? It's so common, but no one really understands it. So let's talk about it in examples, first of all. All right, so say, let's say you and your best friend have a collection of books, right? Your book collectors. Now, one of your best friend best friend's books is um, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So one fine day, you go to him and you say, hey, bro, let me borrow your book, the Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets book. And he says, sure, sure thing, bro. You just give it back to me in six months. I need it in six months. All right. Now, being the shady little character that you are, you borrow the book and you sell it on Facebook Marketplace or Shopee or eBay or whatever. Now, you manage to sell it for 50 bucks, right? 50 ringgit. Now, since the book was never yours in the first place, you spent nothing to get it, right? Remember, you borrowed the book from your friend and you sold it on Facebook Marketplace, which is a very shady thing to do. It probably ruined your friendship, but for the sake of the example, yeah, that it is what it is. So you just sold it for 50 bucks, right? So you spent nothing, you got 50 bucks, schloop, straight in your pocket, right? So five and a half months roll around, right? And you're thinking like, crap, now I have to return the book in half a month. So you hop on Facebook or Shopee or whatever you can find to get another copy of uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So now, one of three things can happen, right? You hop onto the website to find the book is being sold for 30 ringgit, for example, which in which case, um, it's great. You can buy it back and give it to your friend, no damage done. Now, assuming the condition of the book is same or nearly the same, he won't even know you sold your, you did a little bookmongering trick on Facebook. He won't even know that you sold the book. So with your friendship intact, you pocket a nice little profit of 20 bucks, uh, being the difference of 50 and 30. Excuse me if I sniffle, I'm having a bit of a cold. Um, excuse me. Okay, so you profit a nice little profit of uh, uh, 20 bucks, being the difference of 50 and 30. Uh, and that's exactly what you wanted to happen, right? It's a great scenario for you. Now, the second scenario is you find the book listed for exactly 50 ringgit. Now, it's unlikely, but it's possible. Now, in which case, you don't get anything, but it seems like a colossal waste of time and effort, right? You have to go and sell the book, borrow the book, and uh, get 50 bucks. And now you're spending 50 bucks again to get back the same book, which is you started where you, you ended where you start, started, right? So now, it's also great. You don't lose any money, right? But you don't gain anything either. So yeah, it, all it is is a colossal waste of time. Now, the last scenario, 
what would you do if you logged on to marketplace and you found that because of reignited popularity of the harry potter franchise i don't know because of a new video game or whatever the book is now 100 ringgit or even 200 ringgit well now you're in a pickle right because you're going to have to give the book back to your mate in half a month so you buy the book with the additional funds coming out of your own pocket now this will hurt because the likelihood is when you sold the borrowed book in the first place your earnest expectation was that the price of the book would drop in the coming months allowing you to make a profit now due to increased demand the book's price skyrocketed instead leaving you with a hole in your pocket and an ache in your head now there are a lot of other factors and nuances when it comes to short selling but this is a rough example of what happened with GameStop so in the book you can see that there is no uh, ceiling to what your risk is for example if suddenly harry potter's books became super limited edition and it was on sale for 10000 ringgit that's what you have to pay because you have to give your book back to your friend in 6 months Uh, in half a month with the time remaining so as you can see it's a very risky thing to short sell something right because it's not yours uh, elon musk was also saying that he's wondering why it's even legal in the first place now anyway let's not go into that but back to gamestop uh redditors okay the community of um, people who are on reddit the website reddit or to be more specific a subreddit known as wall street bets which i've never been on personally but from what i hear it's a bunch of people Uh, talking on about stocks and stuff, and it's on a forum kind of um, website, something like Lawyard Forums if you're based in Malaysia. Um, so these guys picked up on GameStop. They felt the stock was uh, undervalued, and they also found out it was heavily shorted by hedge funds. Now what they did next uh, is, is what makes this whole story interesting. So they found out that this um, GameStop company or stock. was being heavily shorted right and they felt it's undervalued so they found out the people shorting this gamestop was actually hedge funds so one more thing we need to know is what exactly are hedge funds the hedge funds are financial partnerships that use pool funds and they employ different strategies to return uh, to earn active returns for their investors so this sounds a lot like mutual funds right well the di- main difference between the two is that first and foremost not everyone can simply invest in a hedge fund You need to be an accredited investor who either through their net worth or their education can prove without reasonable doubt that they have the sophistication to invest in a hedge fund because a hedge fund is uh, usually invest in riskier securities or they do stuff like this short sales and options and stuff like that. So now, quite similar to the leap market actually. Remember that we talked about in one of our previous episodes if you listened um where there's the main market the ace market in bursa uh, leap market in bursa so leap market only allows accredited or sophisticated investors to invest it's the same thing with this hedge funds so for example now not everyone can invest in invest in hedge funds uh if i asked you to name the largest mutual funds in malaysia or even in the us you could probably name a few right so let's try that same exercise with hedge funds now most of us would struggle to name even one and that's the whole idea actually most of us are not their target market hedge funds also charge comparatively higher fees than mutual funds and they invest in uh, like i mentioned volatile and risky securities they also invest much more aggressively and they're known for sort of um, unorthodox mean of means of investing so they may employ strategies like options leverage sh- short selling and other alternative strategies to get the best return for their clients so ultimately hedge funds uh, as the name says they are meant for the ultra rich they're meant for institutions to hedge against their potential volatility in other areas they invest in so they have their main business their main investments and hedge funds are something on the side for them to hedge against any volatility that might happen in their main investments so there are a few other differences between hedge fund and mutual funds such as the way they 
excuse me, calculate fees and others. But for this episode and discussing the GameStop phenomenon, this definition will suffice. Okay, so now we know the difference between hedge funds and sort of what hedge funds are. They're the fund where uh, rich people pool their money and, you know, use it as a fund to invest. So the hedge fund managers invest for them. Now, so we know what short selling is. We know what hedge funds are. We know what Reddit is. Although you probably need to go to the website to experience Reddit a bit. Now, the final piece in this puzzle, GameStop itself. So GameStop Corporation is an American video game, uh, consumer electronics and gaming merchandise retailer. And I, I think it's probably the largest video game retailer in America, if I remember correctly. So I've never been in one, right? Because I've never been to the US. But from what I've seen in videos, pictures and coverage from this whole story, it's a place where you can go in to buy consoles, video games like the PS4, PS5. You can also buy um, CDs, uh, digital, uh, you know, I mean, the, the, the physical CDs for games. You can also play the latest video game console, try it out. Uh, and you can trade in used games as well, etc, etc. So, um... The other thing that I know about the physical stores, the GameStop stores is they are usually open in malls. Now they open in shopping malls, or shopping complexes. And shopping malls and shopping complexes won't have a lot of visitors for I think nearly a whole year now because of COVID. So before this whole Reddit thing, uh, the whole GameStop uh, debacle, the stock was trading around 3 or 4 USD per share. So if you look at their annual reports like I did, um, they've been running on a loss since 2018 so i looked at just the past year's annual report so i don't i haven't looked at 2017 or 2016 annual report right uh so they might have been running loss from even before that before 2018 but the main reason probably for this is um this hasn't been confirmed or anything but this is my deduction that they have reduced sales this is my opinion uh, they have reduced sales since uh, online games and digital downloads have become more and more popular right so as you know, nowadays when you buy a PS4 or PS5, you can go on the PlayStation Store and download the game right off the store, right? Which is more likely because of COVID and all, I'm not likely to go to the store and buy games, um, you know? And even if there was no COVID, you can get a game on the digital store with the state, with the sales and all, um, you know, they have, they have holiday sales and festive sales. They offer it for huge percentage discounts. Um, and you can get it probably cheaper and more conveniently than... If you were to go to the store and right? you don't have to spend for petrol and all this you can just download takes you like an, uh, maybe an hour or so for a large game and you get it right off the store right uh, at probably a discounted price so that was probably the reason of uh, contributing to uh, GameStop's financial performance over the past few years now all in all GameStop is not a stellar company it's not a you know huge uh, you know a company with great huge growth potential and all this but what prompted this whole saga right was that GameStop was around 140% shorted. And as I mentioned, it's now borrowed shares that are sold. So 140% of GameStop's portion of shares that were in the hands of public investors had been sold short. Right. So the Wall Street Bets guys believe that the company is being undervalued and because of this large shares being sold short, they could trigger something called a short squeeze. So what they did is they colluded to uh, come together and buy the GameStop shares at such a large cost because they had a large following, right, using the Reddit. So they managed to buy enough GameStop shares to drive the price up to the point where the short sellers had to cover their position at large losses. So now that they're buying up and driving up demand, the GameStop shares start to go up, which is not, which is like I mentioned in the example earlier, 
the short sellers don't want that to happen. They want their GameStop shares to drop, in fact, or it remain low as possible. So when you're going up, in order to cut short your losses, you immediately buy, right? So for example, in the book example, if you see Harry Potter being sold at uh, 50 ringgit or 60 ringgit, you immediately buy then for fear that it might go to 100 or 200 or 300 in the following months, right? So now GameStop uh, stock it went up for 92.7% on January 26, and then Elon Musk came in the picture and tweeted GameStonk with a list to uh, Wall Street Pets subreddit, and uh, this caused another brief sharp rise. As you know, GameStop, is, I mean uh, Elon Musk is a very influential figure, so when he tweets stuff like this, it can manipulate the market, it can move the market. Is uh, is the more appropriate word? Now, it went up to over two hundred dollars. Now, as of January twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. The all-time highest intraday stock price for GameStop was four hundred and eighty-three dollars. Now this was one hundred and ninety times the record low of two dollars and fifty-seven cents in April twenty twenty. So in a year, it went up like, let's I mention, up to four hundred and eighty-three dollars. Now that's huge. Now people cooperating to move markets like this is technically market manipulation, right? Let's be, you know, let's uh, define it properly. market manipulation is extremely common right the f- financial crisis caused in 2007-2008 um was also caused by a form of market manipulation but the difference is this time is probably the first ever manipulation that was done by retail investors meaning people like you and me so it's usually done market manipulation is usually done by the big boys the hedge funds uh you know banks but this time the little guys played the big boys and arguably it's never been possible to do this before at the scale of which it was done much less in the middle of a global pandemic now that's the power of the internet for you power to the people right and personally i love seeing i love seeing the hedge funds who do this all the time get bamboozled by a bunch of dudes sitting in front of their computers now and i love the fact that they did so many wholesome things with this realize gains now i know the wall street bets guys most of them if uh, you know especially the more active ones I'm not, you know, uh, butterflies and flowers kind of guy, but if you see some of them, they actually did a lot of uh, good stuff with their gains. Like I was a kid uh, who actually um, paid off his college debt and um, all kinds of things, right? So there was a, actually a video now that I recall as video by the Daily Show uh, with Trevor Noah that it was quite great. It showed a bit. It showed a little kid. That I forgot what he did exactly with his gains, but he he got a lot of money. He, so his mom bought him GameStop shares or something, and he sold it. Uh, they, when they bought it, it was like six or seven dollars. I mean, he sold it, it was a few hundreds. So there's a huge gain in that, depending on how many he bought. Um, and it's really good. I'll, I'll link the video in the description. You can check it out. It's really wholesome, uh, and you can see how some of those guys spend some money. All right. Now, if redditors. Um, bought large quantities of GameStop sto- stock and I nearly said stonks <laughs> and held on. What made the stock drop? Right. As of today, at the time of this recording, uh, I think the stock price is floating around 90 plus USD, maybe 80 something. I haven't checked it in the past few hours, but uh, I checked it earlier today and it's about 90 something USD. So that's a drop from the 400 something that I stated earlier. So one reason is that retail stock trading app Robinhood, right? It controversially blocked users from buying shares of GameStop. Now, uh, several other stocks uh, last week also were were stopped. Anything that's volatile, they stopped purchase uh, the ability to purchase it. Now, this is not unprecedented. I don't believe it is 
I, I believe that this has been done before, but back in old days, you know, like um, before there was Robinhood and all these trading platforms that make investing so convenient. So Robinhood is probably the platform on which all these Wall Street bets guys uh, bought the shares in the first place. So for them to come with a name like Robinhood, much less to come and stop shares um, was frowned upon, uh, generally speaking. Even Elon Musk was, uh, I keep bringing on Elon Musk, he was so involved in this whole thing. Um, but he was interviewing the CEO of GameStop the other day. Uh, uh, sorry, excuse me, the CEO of Robinhood the other day and asking him, why exactly did he stop, um, you know, the shares and all this uh, purchase of shares? So I forgot the answer that he gave. But um, yeah, it's a great interview. I'll try to link it here. It was on Clubhouse. So I'll see if there's a file or a link that I can link. Um, but yeah, you should check it out. <coughs> should check it out. Excuse me. Now, um, so like I was saying, Robinhood, controversially blocked users from buying shares right of volatile shares but this is not confirmed anywhere uh, but i i believe that the slight dip caused by robin hood move the robin hood move could have triggered like a domino effect where holders of the stock in an effort to minimize losses they sold immediately right because as soon as robin hood stopped the shares would have dipped a bit in the price and to prevent further losses on the inverse side the guys who were holding the stocks decided to drop off so as you can see the memes and all of diamond hands and all this if they didn't have it they would have sold it right so that would have caused the domino effect and so on and so forth now um even after today's declines gamestop stock is still likely well above the true value of its retail business so if this continues uh, and all the holders don't continue to hold the fort or hold the line or so they can shoot to the moon as they say then a future drop is also likely right they can drop even further depending on how long they hold it Anyway, that's the long and short of the whole GameStop saga, how hedge funds are involved, how short selling is involved, how Reddit is involved, and how the Wall Street bets guys are involved. So it's a great thing. It's a, it's a, something that, you know, preaches power to the people. I don't think, personally, I think I, it's never been possible at this scale, like I mentioned, because of the internet, because of the power of Reddit, and, uh, you know, the reach, the absolute reach that people have these days is amazing, right? So, um... Redditors have also targeted companies with similar short positions like Nokia. Gosh, I haven't heard that name in years. Uh, AMC and others. So they have targeted different other uh, other companies that are similar positions as GameStop. So let me know. What do you think is going to happen? Um, are you one of those that bought GameStop shares? Have you profited off of this? Let me know. And once again, as usual, uh, please do drop your thoughts on any comments you might have. Until next time. I thank you for your time and may your assets ever outweigh your liabilities. Until next week, this was Cash Cow and good night.